You are here to master yourself. Mark my words. You're not here for anything else. You may all do it in different ways, but at the end of the day, you're, we're here to master the human experience. Because in the mastery of that, you, you come into service. You learn how to support, how to love, how to connect, and how to empower without needing anything in return. Because you have, you are everything. And when all of those beings that are sovereign and empower get together, the frequency is immense. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited. But do not underestimate the power, the necessity of having a teacher. Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciant and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hi there, this is Chai Chai, a longtime student of Ishtadev Niwas, and I have a question to ask you. Do you want to learn how to master your life? Eastern cultures have known for thousands of years now how to seek a teacher and a master to help them grow into their highest potential. So how do we, of the Western culture, learn how to find a teacher and eventually a master that we build trust and build that precious relationship with? In this lecture, Sanyasi Shivani empowers you to use your sovereignty and gratitude to find your teacher so that you may grow into your highest potential. And it just so happens that our highest potential comes in the truest expression of ourselves when we are surrendered to the good of all, and you go from entitlement to empowerment. It is a magical place to be, in the heart space. And how do we know we're there? It shows up in our language where we say, I connect, I love, I serve, I empower. This is how you know you are living from the heart. And when enough people are doing this, we will know how this new earth will look like because we're living it. Towards the end of this episode, Sanyasi Shivani mentions finding your sovereignty through play within the Roots and Wings program. 
I hope this piques your interest and you have a look at this program on solaceandshine.ca. I have participated in this program for the past two years now and the health benefits mentally and physically have been, well, I will say that I have been healthier than I have ever been in my whole 46 years of life. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Uh, Shivani here. I am really excited about today's topic. I've been asked to speak to you about the relationship with mastery. Mastery is such a, I think, a really misunderstood concept um, and a misunderstood term. Uh, I love that saying that says, if all you have is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. And when you come from the collective consciousness, which has been so steeped in power over for so long, then the thought of being in relationship with mastery or a master automatically comes into a concept of having power over you, of having uh, you being disempowered to the will of somebody else. This is what I get all the time you know what is it like to be in relationship with mastery um what is it it, having a relationship with a guru what is it like having a relationship blah 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 blah. and instantly the person is thinking just because we speak of surrender and of being in service and in relationship with mastery that we are instantly disempowered now, but this is coming from this mm, lower frequency understanding where the only thing you have is a hammer. So the only thing you see is nails. That's the only concept, that's the only orientation to mastery that you have. So that's the only thing that you can think of. You can't even comprehend what it would be like to be in a relationship with a master that wasn't one of power over, but one of empowerment. And for me, this has been one of, you know, I'm very pitta, I'm very feisty, I'm very fiery. Um, Literally, my teacher used to tell me, you know, Shivani, surrender is not a four-lettered word. Uh, I'm, I'm not somebody to put down arms quickly. And so it has taken me many, 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 many years to reorientate my own relationship to what is mastery. And all I can say is thank God for compassion um and patience of though from those who have mastered themselves now this i think is a real key is that when i talk about being in relationship with mastery uh i'm if i am talking about being in a relationship with a master i'm not talking about being in relationship with somebody who has power over me but being in relationship with somebody who has power over themselves talking about being in relation, having a proximity mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, where I'm in the calibration zone, I'm in the entrainment zone with somebody who has mastered themselves. Not somebody who is trying to master me. I have to master me. Goodness gracious, what a task. You know, like being in relationship with mastery has got nothing to do with having a master. They are 
completely two different concepts. I do not have a master, but I'm very fortunate to live my life in relationship to mastery. I have beings in my life who have mastered themselves and who allow me to stand within the, the, the orb of entrainment to be able to feel the frequency of what it is to have been mastered themselves. Okay, so here, here's, uh, here's what I, where I want to start with, you guys. Okay, so mastery is a perspective of empowered versus power over. If there's any power over, if your perspective is power over, if what you're seeing is power over, please run the other direction. Whether, you know, sometimes in, my, in relationship with mastery, if the ego comes to the surface and you feel like you are being, um, somebody has power over you, then you need to stop your relationship and reorientate either yourself, reorientate yourself so that you no longer identify with that dynamic or go into relationship with somebody else that does not uh, propose that dynamic. Because being in relationship with mastery, one should feel empowered. Now, what does empowered look like? Empowered, to be empowered means you are able to stand in your own sovereignty, to be celebrated in your sovereignty, to be accepted in your sovereignty. And what this means, well, what does sovereignty mean? Everybody's like battering this word, word around. I've been talking about the importance of sovereignty for probably about three years now. Sovereignty comes from the frequency of Swadhisthana Chakra. Okay, it is in the emotional body and it is a prerequisite for being empowered, which is Manipura Chakra. Sovereignty is the opposite of codependence. When you are in a relationship with a master who has uh, power over you, you are actually in a codependent relationship where you need them and you perceive that they need you. I can tell you right now that that is not relationship with mastery. That is codependence. Being in relationship with mastery should not make you codependent. I can absolutely attest to the, the beings in my life who have mastered themselves run, run from the first smell of codependency. They actively behave in ways that ensure you do not become codependent because codependence is the opposite of what you're trying to do. You're trying to learn how to calibrate to sovereignty. Sovereignty, where you can stand on your own two feet, take responsibility for your own experiences, um, be clear about your own awareness, right? Learn where you are. What is your home? Swadhisthana. Where is your seat? And what do you have to offer from that place? From what you have to offer from that place of sovereignty is powerful. From that seat of sovereignty you become empowered as a being now as empowered as a being from a sovereign place you either turn around and start to behave as though you have power over 
or you keep in training to mastery. And that will take you over the bridge of surrender. What are you surrendering? What are you surrendering? Surrender does not mean disempowering yourself to the will of somebody else. That is not what we're talking about. That would be codependence. Surrender is when we realign the ego, the sense of individual importance to the mission of thy will for the good of all. We realign the ego to the mission of thy will for the good of all. So we surrender our life force energy, our power, our empowerment from a place of sovereignty, not to a being, not to a cause, but to thy will for the betterment of all. And this creates, this brings us from Swadhisthana sovereignty up into Manipura empowerment. And this surrender brings us into the foundation of the fifth dimension which is anahat. And anahat is the foundation of connection. This is the place where you start to experience, perceive your individual expression or facet in the context of all. Not as an expression or an experience of isolation or separation. In Anahat, there is no separation, but there is a, there becomes a responsibility to the mission, right? Now, I think one of the things, as I was writing down my notes, one of the things that really stuck out to me is when people come from codependency, so they are disempowered and they think they're coming up into love, into Anahat, into community to being connected, to be connected means you're coming from the outside to join something. And often in that place, you are wanting to know how you can be supported, how you can be served, how you can be loved. And what's really interesting to me is in our English language, when we are using the, 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 the languaging of ed, ed, ed on the end of things, supported, served, loved, connected, we are coming from a disempowered place. We're coming from a disempowered place. So you're not coming from sovereignty. You're not coming from empowered. You have not surrendering. You're not coming into community, right? There's always the channel of the shadow and the channel of the light. That's just the nature of dualism. It's not a bad or good thing. It is just a, an, an experience. You know, you, you grow one, one line of roses, you get red roses. If you grow another line of roses, you get yellow roses. They're just, they're just different types of experiences. But the id type is always from a, what can you do for me? How can I be more supported? How can I be served? How can I be loved? How can I feel connected? It becomes about 
what you're entitled to, what you need to feel whole. So if you're coming from this place of, well, what do I need to feel whole? You're coming from disempowerment. What do I need to feel connected, to be supported, to this? This is disempowered. This is codependence. And a lot of times when people haven't set their foundations and they haven't learned the basics and they're trying to get further than they want faster, this is the loop that I see people getting in really, really quickly is they think that they're opening their heart and they're coming into community and they come, but they come into community with what can you do for me? They come into community with, I need this to feel whole, to feel committed, right? When you come from sovereignty, when you come into a place of empowerment, when you surrender your empowerment, your life force energy to the mission of thy will for the good of all, then your languaging starts to come into, I commit, I connect, I love, I support. I serve. This is how you know your energy has started to flow in with the divine will. And this gives you the foundation of the heart. This is living from anahat, from love. When you let go of the ids. When you are not worried about being empowered. You are more focused on how can you empower. This is mastery. This is the orientation of mastery. How can you empower? How can you connect? How can you support? How can you serve? How can you love? This is the orientation of mastery. When you are looking to how can you be empowered, connected, supported, served, loved, this is not yet mastery. This is the need of purification, of reorientation, realignment, and new foundations. So this gives you a bit of an idea of the two different paths, the two different realities that we are experiencing right now. South node in Scorpio. 2022, 2023, North Node and Taurus, 2022, 2023. Is even, even the people that are feeling that they're choosing the new earth, that they're choosing to align, these are the key words that I want you to really connect into your languaging. Are you looking how to be empowered? And it's okay to be looking to how to be empowered. But you looking to how to be empowered is showing you your orientation to mastery. Okay. So when you are moving towards mastery, you're using the ids. When you are embodying mastery, the ids go. I hope this does make sense. I hope this makes sense. Okay. Because when somebody has come into self-mastery, that deep sovereignty, that knowing your purpose and your mission in this lifetime as a human, 
gives you the strength and the courage to weather the blows, to pick yourself up after you fall down, to, to hear the subtler voices that are trying to guide. And when you are in relation to mastery, when you have a relationship to a master, somebody who has mastered themselves, sometimes they show you these potholes inside of yourself so that life doesn't have to. Because when a master shows you a pothole on your road in front of you, while on the surface it can feel like a bit of a slap, you can feel, you can viscerally feel the love underneath it. It is not a codependence power over manipulation, gaslighting tactic like you, yuck, right? It is an experience of somebody saying, this is a pothole on your path. You have been warned. Don't step there if you are wanting to get closer to the entrainment of mastering yourself. And somebody who loves you enough to show you that, to point it out forcefully enough for you to take notice before you have to experience is compassion. It's really beautiful because you never feel disconnected from the love. You never feel disconnected from the support. And so you learn to trust that. And then you learn to listen to that. And then you learn to act upon that. And that is when you start to come into your own mastery. Because that inner trust and that inner listening and that inner courage in yourself to step forward in that guidance, that is what we call the Guru Tattva. That is the voice of the higher self inside of you that you are learning to hear more clearly than the wounds more clearly than the patterns, more clearly than the ego, more clearly than the outside, more clearly than Facebook, more clearly than society. When you start to hear the voice that is trying, the frequency that is trying to guide you, to support you, to serve you, to connect you, to love you, beyond and you have enough courage to act upon it, whether it comes through somebody that has mastered themselves in the physical or not in the physical, then you start to come into mastery. So do you wonder, do you spend your time wondering, how do I come into sovereignty? This is a good question. This is what we're going to be playing with. And I say play because the more serious, the more do or die, fail or succeed, the mind comes into, the more restricted the energy is. So this is why when I say we're going to be playing with this in Roots and Wings this year, this is the path of mastery 
of mastering the self through these very specific states of awareness is what we're going to be playing with over the seven months of Roots and Wings to give people the experience of the right foundation, the practices of the right foundation, so that they can start to not just learn about it, not just hear about it, not just talk about it, not just God knows know about it, but to start to embody it. Because when you, your day starts with gratitude, when your own company is delightful, when your mind is consumed with how do I empower, how do I connect, where can I support, how can I serve, who needs love, then you know that. The the feelings that you are having of being so connected to all beings everywhere at all times. Every time your mind goes to one of those beings, you can feel, perceive exactly where they are in that moment. And if your orientation is, how do I love? How can I support? How can I serve? How can I connect? How can I empower? then you know that you really are living from a place of love. And when you get enough people doing this, not being entitled to, but an orientation to serve, to have come into that state of sovereignty, experiencing their own empowerment, and choosing to surrender their heartbeats to the divine of the most high, to the will of the most, the most high. <laughs> then, then when you get enough people doing that, you will not be wondering what new earth looks like anymore. Because you will be living it. But new earth has to come from inside and still so many people have not committed to themselves to do the work and it is the work it's it's a lot of work to be in relationship is a lot of work whether it's a husband or a wife or a child or a master it's a lot of work to be in relation And I don't know anything more important than being committed to the mastery, to being, to being in mastery. But when you're in mastery, when you want something, when you want to learn something, you go and find somebody who has achieved what you're trying to learn. You don't go to a carpenter wanting to learn pottery. You don't go to a potter wanting to learn how to write a book. If you want to learn a skill, and believe me, self-awareness is a skill, then you have to find a teacher. You have to find somebody who is on the path further ahead than you are. You may not need to be in the presence of a master at this time, but if you can keep going forward, eventually the 
being that has mastered themselves will show up in your life. But do not, do not underestimate the necessity of the teacher. Because there's a lot of people out there right now that are trying to remember how to smell a blue sunflower. And I think there's going to be a lot of people chasing their tails. There's going to be a lot of people that think they are empowered and a lot of people looking for how they can be supported, how they can be served and loved, how they can be connected, what's in it for them. If I, if I take this step, if I make this commitment, what's in it for me is uh, the orientation of somebody who is not ready to experience their own power because their orientation is still to the ego coming from a place of lack. So remembering that in relationship to mastery, if you have the ability to be in relation to an embodied master, somebody who has mastered themselves in this lifetime, you are incredibly blessed, incredibly blessed to physically be in the presence of the possibility of entraining to somebody who has mastered themselves because you are here to master yourself. Mark my words, you're not here for anything else. You may all do it in different ways, but at the end of the day, you're, we're here to master the human experience. Because in the mastery of that, you come into service. You learn how to support, how to love, how to connect, and how to empower without needing anything in return. Because you have. You are everything. And when all of those beings that are sovereign and empower, get together, the frequency is immense. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited. But do not underestimate the power the necessity of having a teacher because you don't, you don't learn a skill from the, the thin air. You just don't. Um, so here's to mastery. And remember, those who are in mastery those who have mastered themselves are not looking at you. They are looking to their own purpose, to their mission, to thy will, to the collective, to the bigger picture. And they're inviting you to entrain to their frequency so that you too can see the bigger picture. And then what looks like to the unknown their will, the master's will, you then will see that it is not their will. 
It is thy will coming through them. And that changes your world. Until then, you see it as their will and obedience. But once you get closer and you step up to the top of the uh, staircase and you're looking at the view of what they've been looking at the whole time, you realize the instructions and the perspective of their instructions and their will is not their will at all. It is thy will coming through them, but you couldn't see the view. So you have to trust. But you should always feel the love, the unconditional love behind the instructions. But a lot of stepping up into being in relationship with mastery is not about the master. It's about you. Because the master has mastered themselves. It is whole, complete. And so it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of trust and it takes a lot of effort to keep in training to that. So I hope that this helps. And uh, yeah, here's to being in relationship with mastery so that we can start to experience the mastery inside. Have a beautiful day. I love your comments, your questions, your feedback. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Office at solaceandshine.ca. No more. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.